Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us. That is the smoothest start to a show that Reg and I have had, I feel like. I feel wow. like uh, we've been like just going live while we're in mid-conversation a lot, which I, mm-hmm. I admit I do love. But you know what? Today, we are crisp. We are on top of our stuff because we're going to oh. talk some Ring of Honor. We're just going to list oh. all of our favorite things. And all of our least favorite things in a specific order. And Naito is not going to be on it. I don't know what to tell you guys. (laughs) It's a fucking list, people. Relax. But I've got the author of the RWI 500, Righteous (laughs) Ranch, with us. How you holding up there, buddy? Um, you know what, Kate? Like I was telling you before this pod went on, this is the smoothest list day that I've had in all. Maybe this is the fifth year that I've been working on the list. So um, I'm excited about it. There hasn't been any wrestlers in my DMs ready to, you know, put an end to me. So that's a positive note. I'm usually like, damn, these wrestlers are very upset, but everybody seemed to be pretty calm today. Well, that is good. The internet reacted extremely chill, as they always do about everything in wrestling. Speaking of the internet acting (laughs) chill, uh, FIFA Select released uh, at a normal time, West Coast time, but about 2 in the morning, East Coast time. Some interesting news about Miss Jade Cargill that you're going to want to read about on Fightful Select, as well as an update that went up earlier today. A lot more contract news that went up about Prince Nana and Sonny Kiss and uh, some happier news about Christian Cage and things like that. So uh, feel free to go to FightfulSelect.com. The CM Punk drama has simmered for this moment. Knock on wood. Knocking on all of the things. Uh, But a lot of contract news going up and so much more at FightfulSelect.com. One of the many ways that you can support us. And I'll tell you all the other ways that you can support us. And you can do it right the heck now okay you can leave a thumbs up on this video very very helpful in helping people find us in the algorithm that goes a really long way on an roh and impact post show too we're kind of the little show that could because it's not a nationally broadcasted pairing but um 
we really, really appreciate it. And you can subscribe to this YouTube channel as well. And also, if you want to get your question or statement read on air, you can send in a super chat or a humper chat, humperchats.com. We appreciate the support. Doesn't feel like there's a lot to talk about right now with <laughs> ROH, but if you wanted to talk about that, if you wanted to talk about anything, just don't complain to the Reg about lists. We're here Please to talk don't. to you. We are going to get into it. Um, and you can also support us on twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. But overall, not great, Reg. Like this episode, not great. Last week we were like, oh, cool, ZSJ and Metalik. And then the rest was not great. And while you were out, this is going to surprise you, not great. My Ooh. biggest thing is it just doesn't feel like Ring of Honor right now. There's nothing about this that feels like it's ringing Ring of Honor alarm bells except for Ian and Caprice. Honestly, if yeah. they weren't anchoring and driving this product, I truly don't know. Like, I would feel like... I'd be not wanting to do a post show, to be honest. Like I would be so bored, um, but they add so much on commentary to the story. Ugh. But this was another thing where it was just like, the talent is so incredible and Ian and Caprice are so incredible. Uh, it, it's absolutely maddening when they give up on really basic storytelling, like really, really basic storytelling. And this episode just made no sense to me from a booking perspective. Um, <laughs> all over the place but what were your overall thoughts tonight you know kate at one point there was a promo with griff garrison maria canales and uh awesome theory 2.0 and i was thinking wonder what's going on outside like yeah yeah uh really could go for a slice of pizza right now sure uh, just anything else in the world i swear even so some really good stuff like lady frost and willow nightingale mm -hmm. sign me the heck up for that but neither of them should be losing oh. right there there were a lot of things like that on tonight's show where i'm like did they just toss a coin backstage for everybody but claudio like this makes no sense and speaking of things that don't make sense our opening match is your world champion <laughs> and rocky freaking romero uh, I don't Great know match. why this wasn't the, the main event because it was fantastic. And what we closed with was a Tony Nese loss to AR Fox. So, again, a little care of the presentation will go a long way. You have days to edit this. I don't understand why your world champion against Rocky Romero, who, if you're nerdy enough to be watching Ring of Honor, I think you probably view as a big deal and a viable threat. Yep. Uh mm -hmm. That was the title was online. It was the 10th defense, but man, oh man, complaints about where this was on the card aside. This was a fantastic match. Rocky Romero deserves his flowers. And I think we've said it on this show a few times, but like just going to put an exclamation point on it from, from my point of view, he is one of the most versatile wrestlers in the world. And then mm -hmm. like, no matter who he steps between the ropes with, He's going to give you some really great stuff. And it's partly because his fundamentals are so strong. And then it's mixed in with just some like really, really cool Lucha stuff. But you can have a fun match against another Luchador, against Claudio, against whoever. 
he's just going to deliver. And he's also great at everything else he does in this business, which if you don't know, yeah. is actually like a long laundry list. Like he yeah. is one of the most valuable people in wrestling. I'm glad we're getting to see him more and more on television, but this match was a whole heck of a lot of fun. We have Claudio winning here by hitting the Swiss death before landing on oh, a Claudio European uppercut just makes my heart sing. I really, really like Rocky's tornado DDT is one of the best in the world to do it. Um, and just little stuff of like Claudio, just like when he has the abdominal stretch locked in, looks so vicious and nasty. Rocky doing a great job selling here. My only complaint, and it's a super minor one, is that I love that heel Claudio kind of took the swing off the table because it's something people want to see. Mm -hmm. And I feel like as a heel, him not using it is like, I'm going out of my way to deprive you of something. However, on ROH, it's like people are just coming in the building. People are just leaving the building. Maybe we give should give the people what they want. Yeah. <laughs> give them a little something here. Mm -hmm. But all in all, I, I loved this match. I thought it was a whole heck of a lot of fun. What did you think of our opener here? Yeah, you know, Kate, Rocky Romero is so great at what he does outside of the ring, like as an ambassador, as a booker, as a, a, a talent court, as everything that he does behind the scenes that you forget. That when he is in the ring, he's a phenomenal entertainer. He's so great at uh, everything in the ring. And like you said, he can go at it with anybody. When you're in the ring with Claudio Cascinoli, though, it's like, yo, this Cheat is something code. else. He is <laughs> such a, um, his strength and power is such, I mean, they talk about it in every match, but like the things that he could do are just like, how do you do that? Like, you can't, how are you picking guys up when he catches them in midair and hits them with the tiltoral backbreaker? It's like, how that's a human man that's jumping into your arms you know that but yeah the way that he just works as a heel has been so amazing we finally got the match kate we are here next week grand slam claudio's taking on eddie kingston title for title what you think how you feeling i'm gonna be there and i think i'm gonna cry if eddie kingston wins mm -hmm. i think it is his time i don't think Claudio is going to be working New Japan strong anytime soon. It just feels like he's too high profile. So. Yeah. And it feels like this is a perfect situation for Eddie to like be at a ring of honor product and have the New Japan title. Like after waiting so long to have any titles for him to have these two and ones that you can kind of defend on a cadence that is workable. Mm -hmm. uh, I think is, is something that's really, really cool. So I think that moment's going to be amazing. The sit down in New York like, City. Don't forget. I know the fact we're getting that and we're getting Max and Samoa Joe is going to be like so ridiculous. I'm so mm -hmm. excited. But I'm very excited to to get to that. Like I, it's been literally decades in the making, right? Yeah. And I thought um, commentary again, doing a great job being like, Rocky Romero is looking to play spoiler here, okay? Let's not mm -hmm. jump to the conclusion that it's going to be Claudio and Eddie. I like when people, when commentators slow you down and pull you back into the fact that, like, now the title's on the line right now. Like, you're yeah. assuming things, but really, really, really uh, good work from Ian and Caprice, as always. Yeah, I just don't really understand why this wasn't the main event. I mean, what? Yeah, it was, I'll put it this way. If I was going to create a list of every match on the card, this would be my number one. It would be like, yeah. this, Will Ospreay, mm -hmm. Naito, 
And that's mm-hmm. it. Just those three and then the rest of the cards. I wasn't catching up. Now I'm caught up. <laughs> I don't like you. Don't like it. I don't like any of it. I was like, yeah, green. And I'm like, wait a second. Like, yeah, no, she's right. That's the number one on the. Oh, ain't I a stinker? I hate it here. <laughs> For those of you just joining us, we did see the numbers take a little bit of a spike. So I will catch you up. Uh, just a reminder to get in your super chats. And your numbers is chats. triggering. Could you not say numbers uh, anymore for the rest of the show? <laughs> if we get 500 of you, I will rank <laughs> each viewer. And I will leave out Tyrus if Tyrus is watching. I promise you that. But... Uh, <laughs> feel free to get in your super chats and humper chats. I also wanted to mention that we do have the impact crew coming on after us and they had impact 1000 tonight. So sounds like some yeah. really fun stuff going on in the impact. Somebody was beast or fired. I want to know who was fired. They brought back beast or fired. They had team mm-hmm. 3d in action. Leo rush had a match. They had a throwback intro intro. Sounds like uh, a whole bunch of fun being had. We should have in- watched that show. I know. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. But this is the other thing, right? I felt this way about ZSJ and Metalik, where I was like, huh, I wonder why that wasn't the main event. And then today I was like, huh, I wonder why that wasn't the main event. And what it did for the rest of the show, put it on a decline. Like, and yeah. I can't emphasize enough how much it isn't the talent's fault, but it's just the everything else's fault in the storytelling and the booking. For example, we have the Infantry and Willie Mack for some reason beating the Outrunners and Kevin Koo for some reason. You have Kevin Koo landing a, a heavy kick. He's really good. Like, I, I really, mm-hmm. I, I was not that familiar with Kevin Koo. I've really enjoyed seeing him get some reps on ROH. But you got Willie Mack coming in with a pop-up forearm and a stunner before the Infantry hit their kind of like tandem offense finisher here. Fun match. Completely useless. Neither of these teams are actually trios. Not sure what's going on here at all. Neither of them are in contention to take the belts off of our our six-man champions who are sometimes out here as tag champions. None of this made sense. A fun enough match, but like, what the heck are we doing, Reg? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a couple of confusing things here because uh, shout out to Kevin Koo, uh, who is a part of Violence is forever with his partner Dominic Green, who was also on the show. I don't know why they yes. didn't just have them be a tag team together, tag team division, just do a tag team match. Instead, they created this odd trios got ta- tag team like they always do. Very confusing, even more confusing after this. Kate, the thing that Captain Sean Dean tweeted, he tweeted like, "The infantry are done here in the Ring of Honor. We're having some like some kind of like we're done here. We're done doing our job. We're moving on." which made me even more confused about all of this. So pretty much I'm confused. I do like the team of the infantry and Willie Mack because big fan of Willie Mack, but it seems as the infantry might be moving on. I'm confused. They better be moving on with Trish Dora. I'll just put it that way. (laughs) That woman is incredible. She was like really, really, really settling into her own. And then she just hasn't been booked for the past few episodes. So if they're moving up and on, I really, really hope it's with her until because she is just fantastic. Um, I, I also actually, I'm with you on, I like the infantry and I like Willie Mack cause I feel like they offer very different things under the same trio. And mm-hmm. that's one thing that I love about like a house of black, like all three guys are so different that you can't rightfully prepare for who you're going to be in the ring with at any Correct. one given time. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, Willie Mack is a solo star and the infantry are a tag team. 
so you don't need to do this. Um, I also really like the Outrunners and I really like Kevin Koo. So, um, but again, like the sum is greater than the whole or the whole is greater than the sum of its parts is reversed here. The parts are greater than the sum of the whole, which mm -hmm. is not ideal. And we just also haven't seen anybody getting belt for the six man belt. So it's just like, if you're going to have trios action, make it make a sense. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Guys, if you haven't been able to tell, we're going to need your help to get through this. Okay. We're going to need your super chats and humper chats. If you're able to send them in really, help. really appreciate the support. Uh, you can troll Reg about the list, but you just, have yeah, to do definitely. So, you just have to do so within taste. Okay. Yes. I'm not going to be reading anything nasty, mm -hmm. but I will be reading silly because as it's mm -hmm. been established, for some reason, I treat Reg like he's my big brother, and that's just the way things go. So it's where we've landed here. <laughs> that's, in life. that's just the way it is. But mm -hmm. something I was very excited about, and I hope is symptomatic of a future direction, is Ethan Page showing up tonight. Yes. And having a, a really good backstage with Lexi Nair. Lexi Nair is someone who has come a long way, I feel like. And Sometimes it gets lost with like interviewers and backstage roles because sometimes their job is to not be as noticed in a weird way. But it feels like Renee Paquette came in and kind of took over where Lexi was and maybe it allowed some extra breathing room or maybe she's learning or whatever. But like some of her more recent ROH work has looked really good. We're going to talk about the segment that we got later tonight with Billy Starks, but really, mm -hmm. really strong stuff from Lexi. And I always love seeing people grow into their roles even outside of the ring like Lexi. But she's backstage with Ethan Page, and Ethan Page says that he let his ego take control of his career. He was chasing money and losing his competitive edge. Edge to ROH. That's the only yeah. uh, only logical conclusion mm -hmm. I can draw. See, that's what I should have done for, like, the, the thumbnail. Like, edge to ROH. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He doesn't know who he is anymore, he says, but he knows who he wants to be, and he's an ROH to prove it to the people and himself. Um, this guy, to me, should be like... It's so lazy to say put people in the TNT title picture because I feel like everybody says that about every talent that's not in the world title picture. Mm -hmm. But this guy felt like to me he should be in the AEW title picture. I am so sick of seeing Darby Allen. I love Darby <laughs> Allen. Get a get a hobby outside of the TNT title picture. Like it's been the same three or four guys for like a year and a half now. Let's move on. Uh, but I like Ethan Page coming back here to reestablish himself. The only thing that kind of feels off kilter to me is I don't buy that he needs to find himself. I buy that booking needs to buy Ethan Page. So, yeah. well, it's a great promo and makes sense and is a, a place for him to reestablish himself in a sincere way. To me, I'm just like, it's been booking that's been the swing and a miss on this guy the entire time. <laughs> like, I'm like, the problem is not you, sweetie. The problem is booking. So Correct. He has to operate in the world that he's in, obviously, right? But for me watching this, I was just like, nah, you got everything you need. They just need to get you on a straight and narrow path here. But what do you right. think about Ethan Page entering the Ring of Honor product? I think it's a great move. Ethan Page, as uh, if you've ever been uh, following Kate during uh, an AEW show, 
that is any show, she's going to be tweeting about Ethan Page. Why isn't Ethan Page on the show? If Ethan Page is like, a, you see a glimpse of him, she's like, why isn't Ethan Page getting five more minutes? Like, you know how Kate feels about Ethan Page. But no, I think this is a great move. He's such a great promo that he's like, he can bring you into anything that he says and does. And this was that type of promo. And I think this will be a good move for him. I like it. I like that you turned me into like just a straight up Ethan Page stand because it's not far off. I'm like that. Um, if each Ethan Page has a thousand fans, I'm one of them, or whatever. If he has ten yeah. fans, I'm one of them. If he has one, I'm one of them. If he has mm-hmm. zero, I'm dead. That's yeah. kind of me about Ethan Page. But I think what frustrated me with Ethan Page was I thought Men of the Year was like working. Like yeah. I was bought into that, and then the mm-hmm. Dan Lambert stuff wasn't working, mm-hmm. and I was like. Mm-hmm. Why did you give Ethan Page a mouthpiece when, like, that's one of his biggest strengths? And then Correct. he was like a face in Hamilton, Ontario, and then hasn't done anything since. Like, the firm never really got its legs out under itself. Like, so I just feel like um, that's why I'm so vocal. If he has a 55 minute match, it should be a one hour Broadway. Okay. <laughs> Team Ethan Page about this, but you're right. I am, but it, it's from a, I like it when any wrestlers, ceiling is pretty high and i think his is and i would like booking to at least get at least get like here you know what i mean yeah preferably here but like at least get here so totally good stuff good stuff here uh we did get a super chat thank you so much for chiming in from matthew hook saying roh as a max only show in aew makes sense i'll tell you what if we're supposed to be paying ten dollars a month for this I think it getting absorbed into Max is a really good idea, or they have to broaden the value proposition of ROH. I had thought maybe, especially New Japan, seems like they figured themselves out, but I thought New Japan maybe merging with ROH, especially because they're similar stylistically and presentation-wise, would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but New Japan is doing their own thing and kicking butt right now, in the opinion of myself, and I think a lot of people... ROH AEW is under the same umbrella. It would make the most sense. I would really like to get there, but right now, ten dollars a month is a lot to ask for the product they're putting on. What are your thoughts about ROH being a Mac show and Honor Club? Yeah, I'm real? in. I'm into <laughs> it because um, I don't think the ROH library itself is strong enough for people to keep paying ten dollars for. As we've seen, we've been seeing people saying. I can't justify paying $10 for this anymore. Like for hardcore freaks like me, like, yeah, bring on the ring of honor stuff. But like for normal people in society, they're like, you have to have some extra stuff. And if it's paired with some AEW content, it's paired with some other stuff. Like they could justify paying $10 for it. But like just paying for this honor club show, it's not enough. But you know what? My faith in ring of honor is not dead. You guys, I feel like things are looking up. Things could turn around. I mean, we got this big title match next week on Grand Slam. Eddie Kingston, Claudio Cascinoli. We've been waiting for Eddie Kingston to have this crowning moment for a long time. Maybe that'll be the change that we want to see. I'm going to just, I'm going to stay there. Some people are like, be the change you wish to see in the world. You're like, Eddie Kingston is the change I wish to see in the world. And as Eddie Kingston, Mark, I am with you on that partner. But The reason it's so easy to have faith in ROH in general is so much of it is already there, right? Like you have so much great talent. 
you have an identity that if you go back and match it like you were in the beginning, it's right there. There's so many simple fixes and it's really Correct. just cleaning up the logic. So if they just choose to turn the switch on, which it kind of felt like they were doing right after Death Before Dishonored, we got a couple of weeks of really great logical ROH feeling wrestling. Um, I feel like it's it's really easy to get back there. So you know what, Reg? I'm on the optimism boat with you, okay? Ring of Honor, baby. Ring of Honor 500. Back to the promised land. Back to the promised land. We go, thank you so much for your support. Will is always so supportive, sending in chat saying, I'm not trying to be like, what happened to 2000s ROH, but these shows feel bipolar from show to show. So that yeah. is kind of the biggest issue. I've said it ad nauseum on here that ROH felt like the most logical American product to now like the least logical American product. And Fair. again, we had that window where everything made total sense for a few weeks. So it, it's... It's so easy to get it back on track, but I'm I'm with Will on this one. Of, um, it it feels so far from its initial identity because it was so clean and strong and sports based presentation that it's not like if Impact goes off track, but you still are tuning in mostly for like character based things or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's a little bit more detrimental in that regard. Yeah, a little unfortunate. A little bit. We've got kind of a broader question here, and I'll actually keep this one around too for uh, the Impact crew because they're going to have some thoughts on this. But what are y'all's thoughts on Impact talent heading to New Japan for destruction in October? I'm still confused as on why Motor City Machine Guns and Walking Weapon team up and go after the Never Open Weight and uh, Six Man titles. Leo and Speedball make sense. Man, do they. I got to see them both in action at the All-Star Festival, and holy hell, just like those two guys are two of the best wrestlers in the freaking world. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like with these kind of mashup shows, I have lower expectations for the storytelling. I'm also yeah. not as clued into the Impact product, so it just doesn't bug me as much. I listen to the post-show here when I can, and that's mm -hmm. about it, but... I gotta say, New Japan is kicking ass on its own. It's yep. working with AEW. It's working with Impact. It has some really compelling English-speaking uh, champions, which I think is just a healthy mood to move to try and break into an American audience and a British audience rather than um, they were so isolated with COVID for so long. Mm -hmm. um, that I think having Will Ospreay with the UK belt and Zack Sabre Jr. with the TV title, like these are all things that can help your brand grow outside of Japan. So um, that doesn't really answer the question, but I think the reason <laughs> that the reason that they're going to Japan for those titles is because it's an open landscape that helps everybody. And I, mm -hmm. the way I feel about it is I think it's freaking awesome. Like, yeah. It, great great talent going up against each other any thoughts on this rich yeah the, this isn't really that surprising because impact and new japan have worked together before i know there was that little when AEW started working with new japan people were like well what's going on with impact and new japan but like i think these things are kind of just marinating in the back so to see them back together and they've been sending like mike bailey and leo rush and exchanging talent like kevin knight and clark connors and all these people kind of like back and forth for a while in impact wrestling it's been kind of a, a an excursion type of place for a lot of japanese talent to come over and just kind of do this american style thing so yeah but when i saw that match announced i was very very excited i mean okada in the ring with josh alexander i think is going to be super dope to see because 
great to see Josh Alexander back cooking and seeing him against high level guys, especially the highest level of Okada, I think is going to be really amazing. Anytime there's those joint shows like that. And if you can get them overseas over in Japan and stuff like that, I think it's just uh, great for everybody. Agreed. And they might be looking for some places for excursions because the New Zealand dojo is a bit under controversy right mm. now, unfortunately. But to say the least. Uh yeah, not great, not great there. But you know what? As we've been trolling you for for the PWI five hundred here, Josh Alexander being in the top ten in rules. Hey. Awesome. Awesome, mm. awesome, awesome. Deserve, deserve, deserve. So I thought i'd switch it up and say something nice to you Reg. yes <laughs> let's go you got me enormous chimey and say what's up partners good time to call me a partner because eddie kingston has got to be your roh world champion i'm gonna manifest it into existence i swear to god mm-hmm. i got kiss my grits money <laughs> i don't know if i can justify ten dollars a month for dark elevation plus yeah. y'all do a great job with the review me forever look i get that you have just had a big couple of weeks and you don't want to spend time on a product that doesn't feel great right now because as be enormous, like you're just coming off of a banner week with some of these meaty meds slapping me. So I get it. There wasn't really like a Haas match tonight. So what is meat enormous going to do with this ROH product? You know, but um, I will say this whilst we are down and Reg and I continue to remain optimistic. I feel like they, they have to know some things, right? They have to know if Eddie Kingston's yeah. your world champion. That's going to be a big deal. They have to know if you're putting Ethan Page in the spot like this. That's a big deal. MJF and Adam Cole have your tag team titles, right? So I'm hoping that there are things brewing that give us something to come in here and smile about. Yes. And I can't comment on the Meet Normans' thing about um, Dark Elevation because last time I did, they whoo, they did not like it. They did not but like he- it at all specifically said elevation i think you just said AEW dark so maybe they had an issue with which dark brand gotcha if i would add an elevation on there they would have been like oh yeah we get it okay i see it was just so many people anybody that was like overly criticizing you for that was like you haven't watched the product because anybody that i know that was watching it was like yeah no that's exactly (laughs) and all those people i'd be like well watch the show and they'd be like i'm not gonna watch that and i'd be like yeah exactly yeah that's uh quite literally my point um but we're going to remain optimistic. We're going to cheer through. But it feels like, hopefully, I feel like there's there's layers to this, right? There yeah. are um, all these bigger things with some marquee talent that have ROH titles. And then there's extremely simple fixes. So if they can line those up, I feel like Reg and I are going to come back here and be like, we are back, baby. Yes. And I'm everybody's going to be excited. Guy. Our streams going to be a bunch of people in our stream like, being oh like, God. I read got my uh, honor club thing back and we are back. I and I have to send you so much money to talk about it. Like you guys mm-hmm. are just going to be like, Oh my God, here's my entire paycheck in super chat. I don't oh. care about for, uh, Thursday night football. I care about Reg and Kate. That's right. See, I appreciate you. I'm being I pretty generous you. with that one. <laughs> you are, you are, but you know what? You can, We've got, how many screens do we have? Okay. Screens are through. everywhere. We go through ROH in like an hour. In football right. minutes, that's like, what, eight minutes? Come and on. you don't have to list, look at us. You could just have us playing in the background while you're watching a little throwy football game. Yeah, exactly. And quite frankly, I'm a Steelers fan. So if you're like me, you're not going to have much to watch this season. 
Nope. Your Jets fan Aaron Rodgers is already out for the season. 45 seconds mm. into the season. Boom. Gone. So mm-hmm. you know who doesn't get injured? You know who doesn't call out? You know who's here every freaking week? I'll be calling out sometimes, though. I don't know if I you do, but that. because but because you care so much, you're like, I have to go see this product live. That's, That's usually true. what it is. Yeah. I'm usually like watching it with my own eyes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You guys don't mm. know this, but Reg is texting me like, oh my God, you're not gonna believe this. He's trying to give mm. me scoops. It's just like yep. this whole thing. So yeah. She just like, <laughs> don't send me scoops. Don't. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm on right. air. I'm trying I to be a responsible mm-hmm. host. <laughs> No, basically, SP3 sits in and then he makes fun of Cole Carter for being like Austin Theory, too. So that's that's essentially so it's how pretty it much just the same. I'm just here, still here most of the time. Shout out to SP3. He's he's so great when he has to sit in for you. I, mm-hmm. I appreciate him so much. But other things that I appreciate Mercedes Martinez being back in action. Uh, she defeats Zoe Lynn. This was a very, very quick match, but that Brass City stretch always. Look good. We get that for the win here. I will say this episode was not as we got a couple of squashes in a row, but it wasn't yeah. so squash heavy as some episodes we've been seeing of recent where I'm like, all right, we get it. But when you're not building divisions, those squashes mean even less. But mm-hmm. always happy to see Mercedes Martinez in the ring and getting reps. And again, on the more positive side of things, maybe starting to feel like we're investing in certain talent and that they should feel important, Rich. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mercedes Martinez, I think, is so good at just kind of being around for when they do decide to start going back to Athena being this dominant world champion. I lo- love what she's doing with Billy Stocks right now, but it doesn't feel like they're building too many contenders. And Mercedes Martinez is always going to be a contender. It's great to see her just kind of out here dominating like she should. Agreed. And we didn't have like Layla Hirsch tonight either. It feels like Diamante's moved up in the world. So uh, getting to see kind of the rebuild. And of course, there's a story with her and Athena already. So good stuff there. We got Will chiming back in. Yes. Saying that. It's crazy how Reg works great with every... Just Everyone. like a great rapper. I think, yeah. yeah. How true. you doing with the chain news, my brother? Uh, Reg is when I'll say this when um, ROH said they were going to be going live on Thursdays and that was my only night off of the week I was like son of a bitch I don't want to (laughs) go five nights a week I need time especially when we have pay-per-views especially when sometimes those pay-per-views run Saturday and Sundays like I really valued my time off Um, and then people were requesting that it be me and Reg and I was like F yeah, because mm-hmm. I was like, if anybody is going to make this fun and worth it, it's going to be Reg. So, no, thank you. That remains true. Uh, Will, the uh, all day, you know, there's been thoughts and things. I, uh, I'll have the full thing on Gravity, of course, but honestly, I'm like, how? That's pretty much it. Wow. Sure. Like, wow. there's how. <laughs> What do you mean? What? I know. The first stage is denial, right? Yes. Second stage is anger, grief. I don't don't know, because you're going to go through them all so fast and so many times. I'm going to punch air soon. I'm going to be like, I can't believe it. Yeah. (laughs) I will say, like, and it hurts me to say, because I want to see Jade in AEW as an AEW fan. They've invested so much into her. Um and worked so hard to make her feel like a really important star that like 
the AEW fan in me wants to see her in AEW because they've invested so much. Mm-hmm. The objective wrestling fan in me sees a lot of upside to her going to WWE that isn't financial yeah. and has to honestly look at things as if I if I were in her shoes, which would be far nicer shoes than I have. Um, and like, you can't put yourself in anybody's shoes, right? Like I don't have a kid. I don't have to think about her life. Like, but I will say it does feel like in general, WWE has more opportunities for women's wrestling. It feels like more of a priority there. We don't hear about the same backstage locker room issues that we hear about here. Um, it's, it is, when you look at certain things, when you look at the fact that Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair, and there's all these dream matches of women she hasn't faced yet when she's gone through so many women on the AEW women's roster here. Um, I I can see why you would go there for reasons that aren't financial. So it, it makes sense. I, I can understand the reasoning for wanting to. It is, I would imagine, very frustrating from AEW's perspective in that, mm-hmm. um, they gave her the world right yeah. from a booking perspective. And, and that makes it tough. That makes yeah. it tough. Look, well, I'll say this since you did donate that super chat, I'll go a little bit farther into this. We don't have lots to talk about with our, like AEW <laughs> handed over a tailor made ready made WrestleMania sized superstar, just like on a silver platter. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And the other thing that I've been seeing a lot about people is being like, the uh, the dream match for them is Jade and Bianca one on one. I would team these ladies up if honestly it was me. Sure. Back the brinks, Chuck up. The tag team of the year is Jade and Bianca. We making money, dollars, 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 throw it in the air. Yeah, I think the biggest thing right now is I'm like, just like, how did you guys let this person go? There's a lot of factors involved, of course, because it's pro wrestling. But that's the main thing. As I'm just like, how are you you guys so far out ahead of things? Right on a platter. Like here, here you go. Have fun. And it's like what? (laughs) And like, look, I don't know how any of this stuff works. Okay, I really don't. And quite frankly. I don't want to. There is no part of me that is like, I wonder what a backstage... No, I get paid to talk about wrestling. I'm good. But, like, there is something of... um, She was sent out to do, like, a lot of appearances and media and stuff, but, like, she is a tailor-made crossover star. Yeah. WWE is going to push that to the highest extent of the law. If she was taking time off after the pay-per-view when she lost their conversation in my head is going to be like, okay, well, in your off time, why don't you make money doing X, Y, and Z and helping the AEW brand and all of these things. And there kind of wasn't any of that. That might've not been in their control. That might've been her and her agent and whoever, Mm -hmm. or maybe she wanted to hang out with her kid and go to bed or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. so there are things that, uh, far bigger than where do you want to do wrestling that kind of come into play there. And it's WWE. It's going to be a different fight though. Wrestler that Jade had to be in AEW with Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter and Sheeta and Rio and all these crazy talented Emi Sakura and Chris Statlander, all these crazy wrestling base. We're about to go out and try to murder each other compared to what she's going to be doing over there or like night and day. Like she seemed like she needed a lot more work when she was uh, in the same 
universe is those people. But when she goes over there and, you know, they're going to present her and shoot her from different angles and not have her do as much and make her look like this big superstar. It's just like, you guys did this for free. Yeah. Yep. And it's true because the other thing is there's a crop of women there right now who are ring generals and can guide her through anything. I'm pretty yep. sure Bailey is at the level where she can make a broomstick look good. Um, and Put her there in there with Charlotte. Come on. We're printing money, Kate. Cheat money code. is being printed. Cheat codes for sure. And to your point, like there's just a different presentation that is going, I think, to to play up her strengths in a really big way. So yep. good for her. Look forward to uh, her future. The the WWE uh, fan and and analyst who covers SmackDown. Hope she shows up on SmackDown because I would love to see her there. Uh, the, the AEW like fan. Tomorrow. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe she'll be uh, on imagine? Rampage and SmackDown together. Could you imagine the world burning down? Oh my gosh. It would be mm. almost as insane as somebody making a list and leaving Naito off it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We got Gates of Agony <laughs> defeating Cole Roderick and Matt Brannigan. Cole, ready, daddy. Yeah, who was there for a second before he gets flapjacked by Leona and Khan. Yeah. What is the point of this? Uh, I don't know why your six-man dudes are in a tag match. Never mind one that is just supposed to do this. But it yeah. happened. Happy for Cole Roderick. He's great. GCW standout and a regular yep. there. Uh, mm -hmm. definitely a standout in the independent scene in general. Any thoughts on this? Uh, big fan of Ratty Daddy. Cole Radrick, uh, Mike and I have interviewed him before on Indeed. I just saw him recently when I was out in Chicago. Big fan of him. Wish he got some more uh, offense in, but he did get to shine a little. He did a couple of things in the ring, tried to get the double headlock on the guys and got destroyed. So I think he showed what he could do. I just hope next time he gets a little bit more. But yeah, you know, uh, Gates of Agony did what they are going to do. They destroyed them, and they looked pretty cool doing it. Agreed. Well, circling back on this says that Cody is one thing, but Jade was homemade. Yeah, you're going to see yeah. a lot of that. 
You're going to yep. see a lot of that in both directions. Like, if you think of how many homemade guys came from WWE, mm-hmm. like, I look at Claudio, and when I think of, like, wrestlers in their environments, Jade and WWE makes sense to me. Yeah. Bray Wyatt only made sense in WWE to me. Yes. Uh, Claudio in AEW, mwah, like, the most perfect fit in the world to me. John Moxley makes more sense in, in AEW to me. Um you think and Elias and AEW make sense? <laughs> no, but Elias and Impact sure as hell does. See? Yeah, sure see? Sure as hell does. We're you making know what I mean? some like, money. We're making money. what's beautiful about wrestling. So um, you're going to see that you're going to see people that are homegrown that yeah. are fits for other companies because of what their strengths and weaknesses are. And you're going to see a lot of people go back and forth between both. I think Cody ends his career in AEW. I really do. Um but we move along back into ROH world. Guys, get in your super chats and your humper chats. <laughs> you don't know. I, I feel like on some level, it might not be another three-year contract, but I, mm-hmm. I feel like Cody could swing back around. But we move along to what is an extremely silly and fun segment. Uh, Lexi Nair <laughs> in the back with Billy Starks, who... Gosh, is she so likable at her young age, man. She is mm-hmm. just so easy to root for. Lexi giving Billy Starks a to-do list. This feels very much like a PG version of the hazing that I got when I was in a sorority in college uh, from <laughs> Athena, who uh, has a, a whole laundry list of hers, including to like find a banana and stuff. Like Just very, very, very silly. Starks initially kind of balks at this, but Lexi reminding her that uh, Athena's going to take out both of them. And Stark says, all right, I'll get it done. This is so, so much fun. And I, I feel like this tonight is where Lexi really kind of shined and showed us like how far she's kind of come along in her uh, feeling natural in, in interviews. Billy is just like a, a walking hug. Like, I yep. she's, she's so much fun. The mm. story continuing is great. Athena not being on the show is never okay. But... Mm. Everybody's, you know, she had a birthday. She might have wanted a week off or whatever. But yeah. this is a whole heck of a lot of fun. Any thoughts here? This poses a question, Kate. Is Billy Starks going to defeat Athena for this championship? I mean, why would they tell this crazy long story if in the end, Billy Starks is not going to get her comeuppance? I actually, initially, I was like, no. Initially, yeah. I was like, it should be Layla Hirsch. Yes. But there is something fun, not only with this story. But Billy Starks being a completely different type of face that Athena has been as the super dominant heel. Now, Mm -hmm. they cannot get away with the same BS they've been pulling week over week with Billy Starks as your women's champion. Correct. Athena had everything you needed to steer the ship Mm -hmm. in this very weird era of ROH. If you're going to give it to Billy, that's awesome. And that's not a knock on her. She's like, 19, 18? 18, yeah. Yeah, Athena's just been at this a little bit longer and mm-hmm. has everything that you needed. If you're putting it on Billy, you're going to have to do a better job at literally everything. But I actually think this could be a really, really fun <laughs> dynamic and a refreshing change in pace from a women's title picture. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that because I'm just like thinking about the whole story and how they're telling it and they're putting so much focus on Athena being attached to her. I'm like, Maybe this is the story that I'm te- that they're going to tell. I think, I mean, 
not to say that the next reign needs to be an Athena style reign. So I could see like, let's maybe try something with Billy Starks. Let's try a couple different things for these next couple weeks. Let's see what she does as sure. women's champion. I could see that working, but then also this Athena reign is legendary at this point. She's been taking on all comers. She's been having an amazing run. She's been the MVP of ring of honor. Like, Maybe somebody that's gonna, you know, carry it as strong as she is at the moment uh, should be the one to beat her. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty confused at the moment, as I've been for most of Athena's reign, because it's also like, oh, just let her keep it and but have her on the show beating people yeah. up, like till the end of time. Yeah. But but yeah, I agree. And you can't like it, you just can't be like it's Billy Starks versus a renegade. Like you, you right? Can't. No, you can't. no, so. no, you can't. Part of like seeing that come to fruition is what's ROH going to look like in that. Mm-hmm. So we will see. We will see. But hey, here's another match that makes no sense. Darius Martin versus Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels, who of course was in a tag team match on Rampage, and Darius Martin, who has been in what did you call them? The Light Skin Coalition. Light Skin Coalition, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't forget. Uh, don't forget. Mm-hmm. I guess he couldn't find Somebody nope. light skinned enough backstage, so mm-hmm. he went out there on his own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got Martin with a backdrop uh, on getting out of the Angels' wings, which I really actually liked that spot. I thought that was very mm-hmm. well done. Gets a pinning predicament, and Martin is holding Daniels for the three count and the win here. Completely pointless match. <laughs> Completely pointless match. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to add a little music to it because what the hell gotcha. cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> any thoughts well uh chris daniels at the end was like maybe i'm too old for this i think yes. that was supposed to be the point of this match but like they've been telling the story of a christopher daniels is he old no he's not old because some weeks he's good at this and some weeks you guys let him get his shit off but then the other <laughs> weeks you're like actually he is old let him get beat up he's an old man so i don't really know what they want us to do with christopher daniels they're like sometimes you want him to t- team with matt Sydal. Sometimes we want him to be an old grandpa. Sometimes we want him to win. It's like, I don't really know what you want from him. I like Christopher Daniels, and I think he could still go. Like, just have him be a vet. He doesn't have to be a sad old vet. Just let it, let him have, like, exciting matches teaching so these young so, people how to do it. I'm so mad at myself for not thinking of that. Because what? they literally are like, my God, with all the veteran experience <laughs> in the world, who could be Christopher Daniels? And then, like, two weeks later, they're like, he's out to pasture. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly like they're like, he's a vet. He's had 9,000 matches. Nobody could ever defeat him. And then two weeks later, they're like, why is he still here? I don't know yeah, why he got a match again. Old, broken down man. Holy crap. <laughs> you are so funny. And that is extremely accurate. Uh, Will chiming back in. Thank you so much. Thanks, Will. Saying, why are these two great women locked away in ROH? It would be great to see them on AWTV. But True. Tony Khan is the boss, though. So what are we going to do? Talk to Tony, Kate, please. Oh, yes. I have a direct line to Tony Khan, and he definitely listens to my thoughts on women's Talk to wrestling. him, Kate. Talk to him. Tony Khan is always like, Kate, you are so shy and quiet about your thoughts on women's wrestling I really just want you to tell me. Right oh, is now it the one are. year anniversary of Chicken Tendies coming up? Is it? Was it, it at Grand is. Slam? It was wow. a Grand Slam. I, chicken um, Tendies. Chicken Tendies. That's what I yeah. joke now that they bullied me into being vegan. So mm. there you go. I won't be getting chicken tenders. And 
clearly, if there's ever a bathroom break match on the show, it's going to be for me, Chris Jericho with Sammy Guevara. So Come on. I don't have to worry about going in between matches, which is what I actually Easy. did. But yeah, I don't have an interest in that. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but I will do I will do my best. I pray uh, that I will go in between matches and I will run into They're no watching friends. Kate. They're I watching. I know they always are. Streets I promise. Are watching. I'll do my best to avoid friends. Uh, I'm gonna send Alex a DM too. Hey Alex, careful like, out there bitch. with the chicken tendies, my friend. If you see Kate, do not engage. Get back to your Don't seat. talk to her. Don't stop her chicken titties. I know they smell good. Do I know they smell, smell good. Do not Run back to your seat. Do not collect. Find a friend to go get them for you. Pay them. Overpay or that. them. Yeah. yeah, no, it'll be. It'll be Come better. on. Just you have to make the sacrifice because we saw what happened last time. It's true. And uh, I Kate don't even like real chicken no more. That's how crazy it was. Oh. I like it. I just got really sentimental about animals and needed awesome. to eat vegetables. So what That's am I going to do? I watched uh, <laughs> Cowspiracy and I was like, you know what, you guys, we, we're just like living wrong out here. Yeah. Dude. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, uh, forks and knives watching it while mm-hmm. my dog was next to me. Yeah. 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 It's like forks sorry, over man. knives. I was like, Oh God. And she was like guilt tripping me too. She looked like one mm-hmm. of those Sarah McLaughlin commercials. Yep. Like, dog's just like, is this what we're watching? Are you serious? Did you <laughs> eat my you? friends? What are you doing? <laughs> That's man, what you... being those burrito wraps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, you know, in Japan, they eat me, right? Assholes. <laughs> you definitely missed your calling, though. You uh, think you're a, you think you're a rapper. You are a crooner, my friend. You got off that the rails, baby. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't even shed a single tear like everybody does when that song comes on. Like, for just 70 cents a day, you can save mm-hmm. a dog's life or whatever. You're like, damn, I'm about to save all these dogs. Send them to my house. I know. Gosh, I want to do that anyway. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> guys. We're working our way through our way. We'll remind you to get in your super chats and your humper chats at humperchats.com. We'll also remind you to subscribe to Fightful Selects. We were already mourning the loss of Jade Cargill from AEW. More details. I on will that. remember you, Jade Cargill. We will. we will remember you, Jade Cargill. More mm. contract news up there about everybody's favorite mm-hmm. dancer. Prince Nana. Nana we got uh, Christian Cage contract news. We got Sunny Kiss contract news. So, so much going on. Sean's uh, going to tell you about another uh, SmackDown sellout tomorrow, I'm sure. Yeah, and the lineup that may or may not get changed. We'll find out, but... Who knows? No, I, honestly, though, speaking like that stuff that's released, I was feeling bad reading the little press release. Like, seriously, like, WWE people, like... Yeah. Sending love out there, man. It's a scary time. Like that, I don't work there, and I'm like, yo, I'm scared, dude. What's going on here? It's crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> unfortunate aspect of a merger the size of this one yeah. is like there's just redundancies with two companies that essentially are already doing the same thing, right? So mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot of people that are are having tough days in the next couple of days. Um, tough. You and some people are getting bought out for five million dollars. So. Uh, I told Sean, I was like, listen, I'll leave Fightful for 20% of that. If you pay me a yeah. million dollars, I'm out. I'll leave Fightful forever. I feel like Peace, it's you guys. Bargain, so. yeah. yeah, I'm out I'll of here. It. I love this, but I'll take a million dollars. I'll go I'll buy take a million. I, I like uh, Cole Carter matches, you guys, like the next guy. But the sure, meal, I'm of course. 
<laughs> but yeah, no, layoffs are freaking awful on a serious note. They like, are. I they hope are. like like they're saying like there's gonna be talent cuts too. Like, what does that mean? Like, I don't know what any of it means. So shout out yeah, to Yeah, and what's kind of crazy with that is is one thing that I really liked was WWE of late has been doing what AEW's done, which is letting contracts expire. We saw it with yes. Lacey Evans and mm-hmm. Elias and whatever. So um yeah, our, sincerely, like our thoughts are are with anybody who's gonna be job hunting it's never fun it's tough well someone who picked up a new job with shane taylor promotions is lee moriarty we get Mm -hmm. shane taylor in a match here that was a whole heck of a lot of fun against lee johnson i guess that's why darius had to go on his own today but uh we get a really great pendulum ddt for a near fall in here from shane taylor johnson going to the top rope before lee moriarty appears and has a distraction Shane Taylor with the Marcus Garvey driver for the mm-hmm. hometown win here. And then Shane Taylor and Lee Moriarty kind of kind of locking eyes, shaking hands here. And I like where this is going. The only thing I didn't like is that I feel like ROH isn't supposed to have distractions. Right. Like, we don't do distraction bullshit here in ROH. No. Okay, that's not and what Lee we Moriarty, do. of all people, doing the distraction too? Come on, you yeah. guys. Not into Come that. On. Not into that. But I am very into the promo that we get later from Shane Taylor, who just makes everything feel so important and cool. I can't yep. wait. Like if Eddie Kingston goes over Claudio, give me Shane Taylor versus Eddie Kingston at some point because yeah. that's going to mm-hmm. be fire. But uh, mm-hmm. we find out that Shane Taylor is rebuilding Shane Taylor Promotions. He talks about what an important group it was for the past three years and. So the ROH history, and I'm like, hell yeah, all of that is true. Mm-hmm. And I liked what Shane Taylor promotions had in that there was some variety. I was saying it about trios before. Lee Moriarty nestled in with Shane Taylor, and then if they go find like a second or a third guy, or a third or fourth guy, yeah, mm-hmm. let's let's do it. Um, what were your thoughts on the match, and then this angle with Lee, and any thoughts for who else you'd like to see in Shane Taylor promotions? Um, yeah, I thought the match was one of the bright spots of this show. Actually, I thought uh, Lee Johnson is actually a really talented guy. Seeing more of him is great. His theme was kind of weird, though. I don't know if I really liked it that much. Um, but the Shane Taylor match, very strong. Um, initially, I was like, I tweeted Lee Moriarty, uh, homie hopper, because he's been having all <laughs> kinds of friends. He gets a new friend every week. I'm like, he's getting another friend, dude. What are you doing? But then they did that promo later in the show, and I was like, oh, if this is what they're doing, I'm 100% all in on this right here. I mean, there's a lot of people that I would have in here, but I'm going to recommend the homie, Brian Keith. Dude, bring him in. Brian Keith wrestled Hangman Page very couple weeks ago. Very strong, great independent pro wrestler. Bring him in, dude. That's the one. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying nobody else. That's it. Well, um, you do, uh, not to bring up any more lists, but oh, you do God. have, uh, <laughs> you do have your eye out. And I feel like a list that gets a better reception because I think there's more people that are looking to hopefully celebrate representation in wrestling, but like anybody other than, than Keith that you would want to bring in any other names, say they, say, say, give me another two or three. Why not? Um, uh, oh, Darius Lockhart did tease oh, uh, return yeah. this week. He tweeted out a video. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it is. But I know that when it comes to doing this, he is 
exceptionally talented at this. So I'm going to say his name. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what it is. I don't know what that was, but I'm very excited for that. So Darius Lockhart, Lee Moriarty, Brian Keith, and Shane Taylor. Come on, you and guys. And Vicky Dice. No, I'm just kidding. Vicky Dice. <laughs> <laughs> What team light skin can't be in <laughs> Little too light skin, I think. <laughs> Just white skin. Just oh, white skin. Man. I Woo. was like, what is the goofiest fucking answer I can That's give right now? Funny. That was about it. I liked it. I liked it. Uh, we get Lady Frost versus Willow Nightingale for no reason. Uh, neither of mm-hmm. these people should be losing. Mm-hmm. Commentary doing their best here to justify 50-50 booking for someone who has a big return. Really, really liked that they tried with that. Like they said, like, man, once Lady Frost gets just a couple more wins under her belt, she's going to be on a streak. But right now she's in that moment where you win one, you lose one, you win one, you lose one. Like they tried really hard to make it something that feels like a part of her journey in ROH, which I really appreciate. But I don't know. It's predetermined. So why the hell are you doing this? Obviously, Willow's not going to lose this, but you have her winning with the babe with the power bomb. You have uh, the rap comeback, which I know is your favorite aspect of all of this. Uh, mm. Any thoughts on? <laughs> I love what you like. You go. Mm. You're not like Kate. You're ridiculous. It's just like a, mm, not so much. Not so much, Kate. A uh, mm-hmm. little off base. Yep. Kind of uh, like Tyrus being on the list today. But what were your thoughts? <laughs> like Gene Snitsky said, after he punted Lita's baby, it wasn't my fault. You <laughs> 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 made a Snitsky reference? That doesn't say to me, Okay, you should lay off this and stop needling red. No, go right that back said into to me, it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're gonna get hilarious content if you keep poking the one thousand percent. Yeah. Um. <laughs> wait, where were we? We were talking about Frost Snitsky. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. Snitsky. We were talking about Lady Frost and Willow and off the rails, you guys. Off the rails. Uh, of course, great to see Willow. I didn't hate the rap this week, <laughs> man. What, what? Yeah, I said it. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Okay, it was okay. Don't do it at all the time, but I didn't hate it. I thought it was cool. Uh, Fifty-eight fifty into the show. I'm gonna click yeah, that. There you go. <laughs> I haven't said it on any of these shows. It's the first one. Um, great to see both of these women. I think they're extremely talented. Um, I'm not so much on the nobody should lose. Anybody should lose. I don't care. Just like bring these ladies out here and have them fight. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, fight them. Everybody should lose. I'm tired of wins and losses. That's my biggest pet peeve, Kate, in all of professional wrestling. This is Ring of Honor. (laughs) When they have two people come up and, uh, well, nobody should lose. They announce Hangman and Swerve. Who's going to lose this one? What about losses? I'm like, you guys, we're getting great matches. You thinking about the god darn finish already? Think about what's going to happen first, you little Nancys. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Little Nancy's. I don't oh. mind people losing. I mind people losing for no reason. And I mind people losing for no reason when I feel like they're going to tell me this person's important. Like, That's I true. feel like if somebody's coming back, as Lady Frost did, like, to feel like a big deal, having her walk into getting 50-50 is not, like, the best way to go about things. Mm-hmm. So. Getting 50-50, though, that doesn't sound that bad. Oh, hey. 
off the rails, you guys. Off the rails. I mean, how did you think we were going to get through this show, you guys? Come on, drink of honor. Yeah, no, we were going to have to pump this one up. Stretching. And we have, we get Josh Woods with Smart Mark Sterling. Don't even get me started. Defeating Dominic Carini. You mentioned before, a part of uh, a tag team in singles actions here. Mm-hmm. Kind of liked him in singles action here, though, because they felt very kind of not evenly matched because the story is Josh Woods is here to crush him, right? But like operating in the same world, I should say. Yes. Uh, yes. Woods winning with the anarchist suplex. Some really nice gut wrenches in here. Some really nice wrist locks in here. In my head today, like my little fantasy booking brain went off and I was like, I need to see Josh Woods versus Anthony Henry at some point. So bad. Yeah. So bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but Josh Woods, I like that he's being built in the pure division, even though this wasn't like a pure match. He's he's wrestling almost as if it is. My whole thing is there's not like a rest of the pure division. That's not the fault right. of this match, but like nobody's building toward anything. But fun enough here. I also feel like he's maybe too squash heavy right now like with yeah. technical matches especially mm-hmm. the story shouldn't always be that right it's a lot of wearing down a lot of attacking certain body parts gets very cerebral but good enough here any thoughts yeah i, I that's how kind of how i land anytime they build up a guy or a person with like a squash thing because it's like where do you go eventually he has to stop squashing people and start fighting <laughs> for reals and getting fought back you can't do the squash thing forever but it is cool seeing him in this element, we kind of been wanting to see him in for a long time as like trying to get the pure championship from Shibata eventually. And seeing Dom here, who I think would be another great event addition to the pure division if given a shot, was great too. So this is a good thing. I don't know why Spark Mark is still here. I thought we were telling the story that he was gone, but you know, it is what it is. Agreed. And yeah, I'm with you. Like squashes. Like when Wardlow's going around squashing everyone, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But like a technical guy, I like some squashes because what I love about technical wrestling is it looks like you're trying to win the match the entire time, right? Yeah. Like nothing is superfluous. So sometimes they should just beat you because they're really good and always trying to win the match. Other times right. it should you should have to play some chess in there. So that's mm-hmm. my only thing with it. We move along to Ethan Page and Griff Garrison. Very happy to see both of these guys in the ring. You knew Ethan Page was going to walk away with this one, but Griff Garrison getting reps and starting to feel like a presence on ROH, I think, is really great. We get Griff Garrison slipping out of the ego's edge, which I really enjoyed, and hitting this rolling elbow for a near fall. And Page coming back with an outside in cutter for the win. Ethan Page finding his identity very quickly here. And later we get the most uncomfortable promo in the history of the world. Uh, <sighs> Griff Garrison getting interviewed by Lexi, getting interrupted by Maria and Cole Carter. Bennett telling Garrison that he had potential, but needed to surround himself with like-minded people. Uh, Maria has a pearl necklace on. Idiot head has his I heart hot mom shirt on. This is just like uncomfortable to me. Like I, yeah. I don't like it. We all know Maria's married to Mike Bennett. Um, the fact that she was like flirting back with him a little tonight, like this just mm. feels cringy yeah. and gross and uncomfortable, mm. and I don't like it, and I don't buy it. Um, any thoughts on the match itself and this <laughs> promo after? <laughs> <laughs> I love Ethan Page. Not the hugest fan of Griff Garrison, but I see what they're doing here. Um, good to see Ethan be able to get a victory. 
Um, yeah, as somebody who is a huge, gigantic fan of Hot Moms, this was weird. I didn't like it. Like, I love Hot Moms. I, lo- I like, I'm, I'm in. But this right here was weird because we know Maria. We know what she's about. And he was, like, acting, like, dumb about it and, like, ooh, like a, you know, like a, boy like somebody said Stippler yeah. and the thing. Yeah, he's acting like an American Pie character. And it's like, <laughs> what? I don't want this. I don't want any parts of this. Very, very weird promo. What is this faction that you're making, Maria? I want zero parts of it. Thank you. I like Griff Garrison. He always stuck out to me more than Brian Pillman Jr. and the Varsity Blonde stuff. I also like, I remember him being paired with Andrew Everett, and I really liked the two of them together. He doesn't mm-hmm. read as like ready to go made star right now, but I see where he could go like i feel like i can kind of see where the potential is um maria and mike are like very open on the main about being married and uh how hot she is all the time so this Mm -hmm. cole carter stuff is just gross um it makes me very uncomfortable that the placement of open in your sentence earlier i was like where's this going i don't know (laughs) didn't go where where i thought it was gonna go so when you said you were like a huge gigantic fan i was like he's gonna save cole carter and you were like of hot moms i was like i thought we were going the sarcastic (laughs) route nope (laughs) literal that's it that's it Mm -hmm. so we get a match that i liked and i I know this is going to surprise people, but I really like the workhorseman, you guys. <laughs> we get Anthony Henry and the boys uh, winning here is the workhorseman. They get a strike combination that takes out Brandon Boy before Henry double stomps and takes out Brent for the win. Yeah. JD and the throwback gear. If I wasn't already on the Give Me the Workhorseman versus FTR train, for the love of God. Just give me that match. I feel like Dax and JD, ah, oh, they would have such great in-ring chemistry. We're already getting that with, uh, uh, I still want to call them Bear Country, the Iron Savages. Mm-hmm. They're the other team I've been standing for, like a uh, little weirdo. And yep. it makes me happy because I've seen them on the indies grinding their teeth for a long time. So I'm going to keep it going. I'm saying, give me the workhorse, man. I'm saying, give me FTR title defenses whenever I can get them, truly. But, like, give me this throwback NWA feeling match would make me so, so happy. Perfectly suitable match here. This is just in place to to keep the workhorsemen looking strong, right? Yeah. Yeah, good to see the workhorsemen on the show because I think they need to be featured more. But, yeah, a lot of this is really fun. And that double stomp was just extremely violent and disgusting. Great way to end the match. Uh, Anthony Henry uh is a really very talented wrestler i'd like to see kind of more single stuff with them i get confused i'm like damn the workhorsemen are sick but like there's kind of a lot of singles matches i'd like to see this guy in like you said earlier with josh woods and like tom too and a whole bunch of people so uh this was good agreed there was also just a really fun blindish tag from jd drake in this too where he kind of mm-hmm. reached around i forget which boy it was but tagged in really nicely I agree with you that, like, I can take them both for, like, singles matches or as a tag team because I feel like they complement mm-hmm. each other so well. But I love a good J.D. Drake singles match. I love yeah. an Anthony Henry singles match. Um, uh-huh. And I, I kind of feel that way about Alex Coughlin, too, in uh, New Japan where I'm like, I'll see him tag with anybody, War Dogs, whoever, like, mm-hmm. sign me up. But I also really like seeing him in singles matches. So that's always nice when you can see guys in different contexts. And of all the, like, 
He's in trios. He's in singles. He's in a tag team. Make these ones the ones that you split up on occasion, please. I know they yes. did that for the tournament a little bit ago. But, well, that brings us to our non-main event main event, which should have been Claudio and Rocky Romero. <laughs> but instead, it was A.R. Fox defeating Tony Nese, who has Smart Mark with him. A.R. Fox getting Nice on the top rope here and hitting like that uh, cool springboard cutter, low main pain thing that he does for the win. Uh, a nice spot in here with Nice countering another cutter and a German suplex for a near fall that I really, really liked. Um, a, a strong main event, certainly not your champion and certainly yep. not your champion versus Rocky Romero, but a good yep. enough one. Just probably should have flipped this. This probably should have opened the show. That would have been great. Um, also, Tony Nice trying to make America a healthier country. I appreciate it, but we get it. You do group training. So, yeah. But uh, yeah. Any thoughts? Leave me alone, Tony Nice. Let me eat my hamburger in peace. So I don't know why you're attacking me. Or let me eat, sorry, on brand. Let me eat my chicken fingers in peace, dude. What are you doing? There it is. Eat the um, Yeah, I think they should have just switched these matches if they would have had this match first and had the Claudio match last. It would have been great. Because this was a really fun match. It wasn't like, this match is dumb for being in the main event. It's just like, why are you going to have the world champion here and not have the world champion in the main event? But, you know, seeing AR Fox... And Tony Nice go at it is great because they're two very talented wrestlers and they did all their shit. They got all their shit in. So um great way to end the show. I don't know what they're doing with AR Fox moving forward. I'm still very sad about him being kicked out of the mobile embassy. Um, I hope that he gets something out of this. I hope that maybe he gets a ring of honor championship or maybe he gets something else good in the on the horizon because that's really unfortunate. I'm very sad when I think about what he could have been a part of what they're already doing and he's not so very unfortunate, but it seems like they still have some faith in him. They're letting him get some wins. They're letting him still work in ring of honor. So that's something. Agreed. We get a chat here from shame monster. Uh, we do have the impact post show coming up. They have an overrun on the impact show tonight because it's impact 1000. So I feel mm -hmm. like this said impact 9 million impact, times. Impact, but impact, impact, impact. It's making a big impact <laughs> on things. So they they will be a little bit behind our usual schedule if that's what you're looking for. Looks like a fun card with some really fun throwback stuff. A hilarious thing that happened earlier in the week. Uh, Sean posted like updates on Impact 1000, but he wrote 100 and Lance Storm retweeted him and was like, Impact 100 was a while ago, man. <laughs> <laughs> that popped me tremendously. I was so glad mm -hmm. he saw that typo. Shame Monster asking, where's Stoke? No, seriously, where's Stoke? Uh, Great question. Yeah, it, it is kind of funny to me. I I think the world of Stokely Hathaway as a performer, like I, I felt like he was the best, I, and still to an extent, feel like he's the best manager in wrestling. I felt that way. Mm -hmm. I, got, I have to cover NXT, okay? Do you know how many bright mm -hmm. spots were on that show? It was like Stokely Hathaway and Dakota Kai and basically nothing else for like mm -hmm. a real long time. Um. I, I just think he's so effective. I felt like him and Jade was a great pairing. I feel like there was money on the table with him and Powerhouse Hobbs. It always kind of tucked away on ROH not doing very much. And it it's it's kind of mind-boggling because you saw like the rise of Prince Nana <laughs> like in the past couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Um I, I feel like Stokely is tremendously talented, but it, it's weird. He was brought in in like this really prominent spot. It kind of fell off. I don't know if maybe he's actually doing more backstage. I think he seems to have a really great wrestling mind for this stuff. So I think it would make sense uh, if he is helping out, but 
doesn't feel like really anybody's guiding the ship at ROH, so it, it seems right. unlikely that that's the case. Any thoughts on Stokely? Maybe he's just showing up when his best friend Smojo's around. Yeah, I don't know where Stokely is. I've uh, the skits and little promos that he was doing throughout his time here in Ring of Honor was so great that I wanted to see more. Even like the ones he was doing online only are great. I don't know where he is, but I will ask a couple questions to find out. Next week we'll know. All right. Wow. Oh, you're gonna drop some little ROH scoop skis over here, are Possibly. you? I don't know if I could find out. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> only one way for you guys to find out, and that's to tune in next week. As we review this and say, what the heck was this booking? But these matches were great. Maybe again, or maybe, just maybe, this time next week, Eddie Kingston's going to be our ROH champion. True. Could be. Could be. Mm -hmm. There could be some more direction coming to the product. Uh, But that is our show for tonight. We're going to wait for our Impact crew to hop on here. As I mentioned, they have the overrun, but some exciting stuff going on with Impact 1000. Um, we talked about Jade. Kind of think if there's anything else that we can kind of cap off the week with. I'll ask you because I don't think I've even seen you tweet about it. What are your thoughts on an Adam Copeland showing up? Are you like an Edge guy? I don't think I Edge. You think you know me? You think you? Oh, oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, I think this is fun. I think uh, there's a couple wrestlers that have been. WWE for so long that you want to see them somewhere else. Like I want to see Dolph Ziggler leave WWE so bad and just like go to Japan and the Indies and just like do something besides being a WWE superstar. Great that you've been getting a bad a bag for so <laughs> long. I'm super happy for you, but like to see you in a different element will be great. Edge is exactly one of those guys. Edge is a WWE superstar to the core. And so to see him kind of out of that element with the damn shackles off because there's shackles over there, you guys uh, would be great. Uh, Like put him in a match with Kenny Omega. Like let's do this Hardy boys and young bucks and let's do all the dream matches before we're off. I'm pretty in on edge being in a W and I think it's going to happen. Okay. Edge Mm -hmm. for pure champion. Edge versus Shibata. You said you want to see people in a different wheelhouse. (laughs) (laughs) That would be very different. This stage in his career, Mm -hmm. being your ROH Pure Champion. Well, if there's anyone that I've jokingly said should be uh, out of their wheelhouse, I booked The Miz joining the GA1 with this next fella who we're going to bring on here while we wait for Preston to hop on. What did you guys do? We we booked. I don't even know how it started, but we booked a Mike Mizanin uh, G one run where the block A stood for awesome. Uh, but he was gonna mm. be like young lion Mike Mizanin, like all black. You guys are sickos. Hey, yeah, how, how did that start, man? I doesn't matter. That. All that matters is that someone else decided to take the reins and run with it. It became a whole engagement thing on Twitter <laughs> one day. We we're like, you're a month and a half too late because we yeah. already booked the damn thing. We were on it. <laughs> All right, oh, Joel, I've been living never. in suspense. Who has been feast or fired? That's the only question I have here. We don't know yet because we find out next week on Impact 1001. <laughs> what who won the briefcases at least so the briefcases and it doesn't matter for the audio heads because we hear this later uh moose chris bay yuya yumura crazy steve oh 
Moose won because Macklin had the briefcase, but he didn't get outside of the ring in time. And then Rhino came back, speared Macklin, and Macklin basically threw the thing back and Moose caught it like a like a bridesmaid at a mm-hmm. wedding catching the bouquet. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Steve Macklin with a briefcase to hit you with is something that intrigues me. Steve Macklin should have won that briefcase because he probably had the fired briefcase, and that's the only briefcase that Steve Macklin deserves. Wow. That is aggressive. But There's that. I (laughs) will take it. Joel, I I have a really important question for you unrelated to Impact 1000. What are your thoughts on lists? Oh, God. (laughs) Didn't we change a show name because of that? (laughs) Didn't we make it the hump? No, See? but but just like in general, like if there was a list of 500 great wrestlers and Naito wasn't on it, would the world end? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah Clearly, no, it's I, over. I, I thought so. Okay. Yeah. Did, we, did we discuss sure. the the actual like Naito situation as it was? I mean, I read you probably saw the you saw <laughs> thing. Yeah. 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 No, it's just uh, as someone who makes lists. Uh, moving and changing things it's very easy for someone i've left people off my list before and they were very upset about it but it happens i don't know what do you guys want from me we're just one person or five people or 10 people or 20 people or 100 people i don't know it's subjective just like wrestling exactly next time there's a clerical error make sure it starts with tyrus okay Just, oh yeah, I mean you know, priorities. Like, shout out to superstar Shane Hawk, who immediately, when the top ten came out, his first tweet was "insert five hundred one joke here," and that is what I saw for the rest of the day was just people making five hundred one jokes. Yep, that's it. That's it. Everyone. Hey, at the top so of my funny. list is the beautiful Cresta Star. Hi, Cresta. Hi. Number one. I saw me and Tasha Steels had the same hat, so I had to represent. I decided to copy her whole entire swag and said, you know what? <laughs> she picked out my outfit. What's going on, you y'all? You can pull it off. Not everybody can pull off a <laughs> Tasha Steels look, but you look beautiful. How are you doing? I feel fantastic. I hope you guys are doing well. I will say this. I had so much fun watching Impact. I don't want to hear any Impact slander for the next four weeks. I don't want to hear it. Wow, for four it. weeks, Cresta? That's a long time. That's a push in WWE. What you talking about? Touche. <laughs> Touche. Wow. That is amazing. Oh, my goodness. Tell me what I'm telling lies. That's it. I haven't told one yet. That's haven't it. told one yet. My God. Any uh, any highlights? We didn't have a, a ton in our which Claudio versus Rocky Romero was a whole hell of a lot of fun, but um, yeah. And it, what were the the nostalgia standouts and uh, impact? Hey, CMLL superstar Rocky Romero, by the way. Yes, That's right. Yes, yes. He's the best. Um, as someone who didn't watch Impact back in the day, I have like no notes. This was so much fun. Oh. Beautiful people still being beautiful some odd years later. Mm-hmm. Angelina Love. I am in love with her. Oh, my God. She Ooh. was so annoying, but, like, peak annoying. Giselle Shaw could fit right in with them. Yep. Awesome Kong coming out. Awesome Kong in the same ring as Deanna Perrazzo and Jordan Grace. Yo, so Kate said this one time. That's a match specifically for Cresta. That match mm. is specifically <laughs> for Cresta Star. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm. Me. That is a meat match. Okay? I'm so happy. This mm. whole card from top to bottom was good. And that main event... Chris Saban versus Leo Rush. Man, Leo Rush knows Who won? how. 
Uh, Saban. Oh, sorry. Oh. Chris Saban is a 10-time X Division champion. Ten oh. 10-time. It was a good match. Cradle Shocks kicked out of Leo Rush say, pulling a Darby Allen said, I don't care about my body. It was such a good match. Such Ooh. a good match. I want to see yeah. that. Yeah, if you if you are a fan of Leo Rush, this was one of his best matches in Impact for sure. It was Ooh. really, really good stuff. Yes, I'm going to watch that. Yeah, yeah Impact well, tonight was fantastic. Well, speaking of meat matches, we did have a chat from Meat Normus that said, I'm currently smoking chicken wings. Jade replacing Sasha Mercedes in the Four Horsewomen four-way at Mania. Should main event night one hose me down? Well, we've got a lot to get to before we see that as a possibility. First of all, Jade's got to show up there, but uh, we are going to throw it over to the Impact crew. There is a super chat that felt a little bit more tailored to you guys that came in earlier, so... I left it there for you because it's about the impact in New Japan crossover that we've been seeing. I've got yes. it. Fantastic. So we'll leave that for you guys. And I'm so glad Impact 1000 was so much fun and have a blast talking about it. Peace, y'all. Thanks. Have a good Bye. one. Bye. See you next week. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.